Chapter Six of Elsie Ingalls by Eva Shaw McLaren. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Her children. Wonderful courage, intrepidity of action, strength of purpose, no weakening pity. These are terms that are often used in describing Elsie Ingalls. But there is another side to her character, not so well known from its very nature bound to be less known which it is the true purpose of this chapter to discover elsie ingalls was a very loving woman and she was a child lover from every source that touched her life and touching it brought her into contact with child life she by her interest in children drew to herself this healing link with the future the children of her poorer patients knew well the place they held in her heart they would watch from the windows on her dispensary days for her and she would wave to them across the street she would often stop them in the street and ask after their mother and even after she had been to serbia and had returned to edinburgh she remembered them and their home affairs the daily letters to her father written from glasgow and london and dublin are full of stories about the children of her patients who but a genuine child lover could have found time to write to a little niece under twelve letters from serbia and russia one in august nineteen fifteen during the long peaceful summer and the other in an ambulance train near odessa her book the story of a modern woman contains many descriptions which reveal a mind to whom the ways of children are of deep interest we draw once more from the pages of the novel as in no other way can we show so well the mother heart that was hers one of hildegard's friends dying in india leaves three small children whom she commends to her pity hildegard's heart responds at once and the orphans find their home with her her first meeting with the frightened children and their black nurse is described in detail just let's wait a minute or two said hildegard let them get used to me well baby she said turning to the ayah and holding out her arms with a great leap and a gurgle baby precipitated himself towards her his strong little hands clutching uncertainly at the brooch at her throat then the buttons distracted him and then after a serious look at her face his eyes suddenly caught sight of the hat above it and the irresistible gleam of some ornament on it with wildly working hands he pulled himself to his feet and with one fat little hand on her face grabbed at the shining jet hildegard laughing and submitting herself half resistingly to the onslaught felt her hat dragged sideways by the uncertain little hand she held the little one close to her still laughing kissing the firm little arms and hands and talking baby nonsense as if it had been her mother tongue for years the brooch again caught baby's eyes and he made another determined raid on it he seized it and pricked his finger down went the corners of his mouth there now said hildegard i knew you'd do that you ducky boy kissing the pricked hand over and over again and good little sonny is not to cry a watch is much safer than a brooch now let's see if we can get at it feeling in her belt the watch was grabbed at and went straight to his mouth does your watch blow open asked rex 
come and see said hildegarde rex came without a moment's hesitation eileen was forgotten in the interest of a new investigation the watch did blow open how exceedingly exciting he leaned both arms on hildegarde's knee while he defended the watch from baby's greedy attacks then he suddenly remembered something of more importance i've got a watch too he wriggled wildly with excitement and pulled out a waterbury well you are a lucky boy said hildegarde eileen had come forward too but hildegarde waited for her to speak before noticing the advance rex was standing near to her pointing out the beauties of the watch the hands etc and-and bigger like that stretching his arms wide bigger like that than your watch your watch said eileen is little and tiny like mummy's watch but mummy's watch pins on here dabbing at hildegarde's blouse then suddenly she raised swimming eyes to hildegarde's i do want mummy she said darling cried hildegarde catching baby with her right arm so as to free the other to draw eileen to her darling so we all do it is a simple account of the little ways of shy children many a mother could have written it equally well but the interest of elsie ingle's descriptions of children lies in the fact that they come from the pen of a woman of action a woman of iron nerve and they give us the other side of her character and then she was a woman whom no child called mother but thank god the instinct is not one that can be dammed up or lost and in these writings we get a glimpse of that motherhood which was hers and which her life showed to be deep enough and wide enough to sweep under its wing the human souls men women and children who passing near it and being in need cried out for help and never cried in vain to quote a fellow woman the emotions which are the strongest force in a woman must not live in the past they must not be used introspectively nor for personal pleasure and gratification used thus they destroy the woman and weaken the race but flung forward flung into the interests outside of the woman herself and thus transmuted into power they become to her her salvation and to the race a constructive element End of chapter 6